Welcome to the Heavy Sweater Podcast. My name is John King. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Uh, if this is your first time listening, this is the Heavy Sweater Podcast, a deep dive into the beginnings of local Australian musicians and bands of the heavy variety. I'll keep this pretty fucking short this week. Um, we've got Scott Midland on the podcast this week of Amicia. They're a fucking sick band from Adelaide. Heaps of emo vibes. Even in the beginning of the episode, I have to... When, when the use comes up, I have to refrain myself from talking about the use because I will. And then my partner will bring it up when we're having a conversation about how I talk about the use all the time. So, <laughs> um, but yeah. So, Scott Midland of Amicia this week. Uh, heaps of emo vibes. Love the emo. And uh, we touch on Scott's past in the music scene and his present. Everything inside and outside of music. And uh, we get on to religion a little bit and the views that we share of like, it's not for me, but if it works for you, whatever, keep it, like, don't preach aggressively to me, that type of thing. So with all that being said, it's Wednesday and you know what that means. Hey man, how you doing? Good, thanks. How you going? Good man, just fucking chilling. <laughs> yeah, sick. Thanks for having me, by the way. It's all good, man. Um, anytime. <laughs> uh, we'll get straight into like where heavy music picks up for you, and like what's the first heavy-ish band you remember hearing? Like, it doesn't have to be like Black Dahlia Murder or anything, but just any like heavies at all. So the first, yeah. So the first song I heard with screaming was um. Parkway drives, smoking if you got them. Okay. And I was just like, this is fucking too heavy. I can't understand it. And it pissed me off for ages. And I was just like, I have no idea what this is. And I was young. So I was just like, and that was heavy when it came out, man. Like that was yeah. very hard. And like, then what changed it all was a dude showed me it's dangerous business walking out your front door. Oh, fuck. Yes. Like, that song defined me as a as a music guy for sure yeah fuck yeah this is it this is these dudes are like this 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 changed everything for me then i revisited parkway and then i just studied screaming and just when i worked out what winston was yelling on about i was just like i get it bro (laughs) sick all this teen angst in me was just like oh it's time to go and then from there man it just snowballed so Still a big Under Oath fan. Still listen to Parkway. Yeah, fuck yeah. Haven't, haven't seen them for a while. I mean, yeah. pandemic and whatnot. But, dude, I remember seeing them for five bucks with Prom Queen, Crime Murder, oh, yes. Fever, uh, Cabin Fever, sorry. Um, I've got a ticket stub somewhere. Five bucks, dude. And I was just like... That's fucking wild. Dude, I know. And now it's just like, shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Expensive as fuck because... Yeah. <laughs> old as well. Old and it's- yeah dude yeah fuck yeah that's crazy it's like interesting that like the first thing is parkway but like you don't want it until you hear under oath and then it makes sense that's fucking crazy yeah under oath really bridged the gap for me as well as a band called finch i don't know okay yeah i've heard of them yeah 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 so they they were the bands that had audible um audible screaming for me yeah kind of um decipher it all i guess and parkway 
was very underground at the time too. And yeah. at the time, grindcore was very big in Adelaide and that shit just didn't make sense to me at all. So <laughs> I kind of get it. I, I've got friends that were in grindcore bands and, I mean, I, I can listen to some stuff, but like, yeah. that was just full throttle. And I think the hardcore scene was just backed off enough for me to go, this is cool. This is yeah, yeah. Sick. Fuck yeah. That's crazy. And like being from Adelaide, obviously prong queens from adelaide so like at yeah, the time they, yeah, they were, yeah they were huge man yeah because like i was born in south australia and moved away like pretty young but like when i found out prong queen were from adelaide i was like fuck i wish i stayed longer like <laughs> yeah dude it's funny like a lot of people were in adelaide like ollie sykes for a while was lived in adelaide for oh a that's crazy age. yeah until about like 14 or something wild yeah but before he was even in bands man like yeah, yeah. like people a lot of weird people and a lot of like people you wouldn't expect come from Adelaide as well. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. It's, it's crazy. I'm pretty sure that Kid Leroy guy. Someone said he was from Adelaide. Oh, crazy! That song with um, Justin Bieber. So I mean, we're out there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then then there's like weird Adelaide crimes, like that uh that family thing. We're oh, like those. Yeah, dude. I, yeah. I actually, I actually tattooed the sister. Oh, really? Yeah, Holy so, yeah. fuck. Yeah, I said his name and she told me all about it. Man. And I was just like, oof. That's really... crazy. Fuck, whoa. Yeah. yeah, dude. Like, Adelaide's got this real underground, like, death scene too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, all these weird murders happen there. Yeah, dude. And it's, it's, it's creepy. People just go missing and then that's the end of it. Yeah, yeah. Fuck, yeah. that's crazy. Yeah, it's, it's, it's really weird. But, Adelaide's yeah. metal as fuck. <laughs> yeah, it is, dude. <laughs> <laughs> that's so sick cool and then from under oath getting back into parkway what's the the band that makes you want to pick up vocals probably still under oath was the Fuck biggest yeah. one and then i did get into the emo stuff yeah. real hard so Fuck yeah it, same it was um it was like the used yes I guess, yeah so i get a lot of <laughs> um people referencing like burt mccracken to the my vocal style Fuck yeah that's sick like, him, Ollie Sykes, Prada, um, Finch, um, those kind of heavy and then post-hardcore bands as well. Really, Sin as well. Yeah, yeah. Oh, fuck it. Underrated as fuck. Yeah, yeah. dude. Uh, man, like, though, that was the kind of Thursday. That was another underrated yes. band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, those kind of just that type of music, that post-hardcore with technical yeah. breakdowns and, like, just relentless sections and like they also had heaps of breathing room in their tunes so like yeah i would always just be blasting it and blowing my throat out just going <laughs> and shit. Yeah, yeah yeah that's pretty much where that all started for me and then like because that music was given to you like you just found friends that listen to stuff on you and yeah yeah and be like dude check out this bit this bit yeah will betray you yeah <laughs> yeah 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 they're like yeah. kind of bleeding the scar and i was like whoa this is so metal and it's like fuck yeah threads and stuff and yeah man like this makes me feel pretty ancient dude oh no man i was exactly the same like i remember like i was the kid that was like always finding like the new bands and reading metal hammer and prowling lime wire and shit so like i'm fully like there with you of like checking out these cooked bands and then like you go too far like a uh, bleeding through too young and you're like oh no nah, this isn't for me and then you come back oh, to it and you're like you to believe that yeah yeah oh Spotify the best like, <laughs> this was tough <laughs> yeah 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 it took me like a couple of years to be like oh bleeding through is actually fucking so sick 
Yeah. Well, Jonah from Prom Queen, he was played in Bleeding Through for a while. Yeah, for a yeah, yeah. As well, man. Like, so yeah. And now he's in drugs. Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, man. Blew my mind. Yeah, dude. I was like, yeah, that makes sense. Like, yeah. that's his, that's his like genre. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that was another band that I think like popped up and then went away, but it was super underrated, like a great first album and then just didn't yeah, do anything I mean, afterwards. Well, yeah. Internal bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. Destroys bands pretty quick. Um, yeah. <laughs> for sure. But, um, yeah. I mean, solid lineup of dudes. I mean, yeah. I, I feel like Chiotis would have went that way um, eventually. Yeah. Made a new band because I think Pete, Pete Wentz put that thing together, that a project because that was recorded in his house. Okay. Um, and uh, Craig went and lived with him while he tried that record. So the drugs yeah. one or the Chiodos one? Oh, the the drugs one. And then, I, then that I, fell through. Everyone wasn't it John Veldman that recorded that. Um, he may from, have, but from I Goldfinger. Think, yeah, oh, I actually don't know that, but um, I know he lived with Pete. Like Pete looked after him and he stayed with him. Okay, that's where all the drama happened. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, originally with his wife and stuff. So, oh. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's old, old, old news. Yeah. It's just bringing, it's funny when you talk about topics and then you just, what sparks in your head? I'm like, oh, shit, that. Yeah. <laughs> the <laughs> fandom anyway. pops up. Yeah. 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 No, but it was big to me. I was like, oh, no way. This band's sick. I just got into you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The excitement of a fresh band. Yeah. Dude, it's cool. Yeah. It's like when you find a new band, it's, it gets harder and harder for me personally. Yeah, yeah. And then you find one and you're like, ooh. Like Sleep Token, I got into them recently. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Their album, um, Sundowner, that's pretty cool. It's a bit different. Yeah. And then I got into Spirit Box when they dropped Holy Roller a while back and now. Yeah, yeah. Those, those dudes are everywhere. They're humongous now. Yeah. As soon as I saw uh, Courtney hanging out with Fred Durst, I was like, yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know something's coming. Yeah, <laughs> something's fuck coming. Yeah. yeah. That's sick. Even like like bands like that must be excited for younger bands doing new things. Because like Wes Borland's like woke as fuck and always has his finger on the pulse. Dude, he is just a genius. I mean, uh, yeah, a crazy genius. I mean, I like how everyone was... Losing that shit of um, Fred Durst doing like a dad look, and yeah, yeah, yeah. And just been off the wall for like years, getting and everyone's like, Oh, yeah, I'm like that photo of him, West Ballins in like stripper boots, all the yeah, way up to him. yeah, and like black body paint and a mask, yeah. And, and I'm like, and everyone's like, No, that's just West, man, he's just doing his thing, and I'm like, Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And Don't overlook like, West doing his thing. The, yeah, it breaks the internet, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Um, yeah. and then from back to those post-hardcore bands and you trying out vocals for the first time, what's the first band that you like jump into to be like, I can do this? Um, oh, like like to practice to or like joining bands? Just like joining bands, like where does becoming a band guy? thing it's funny i was rejected every band i tried out for really was, but yeah everyone was just like oh you sound too different man we don't want to risk it and that was very common um for ages because i'm not very strong at that mid-range tough guy yeah, um, yeah. vocal range and everyone wanted those just those constant mids and i was like yeah i can do highs and lows and a bit of singing 
Yeah, yeah. I think I'm pretty versatile to like use, but people didn't want that. Um, people are very specific with front men and stuff. So I yeah, was yeah. trying out. And then eventually I just put my own band together. Um, it was very, it was like Sky Eats Airplane House vs. Hurricane okay. before they dropped. So Fuck yeah. I was trying to do something like that. And every keyboardist I went to was like, <laughs> That's never gonna be cool. <laughs> like, nah, man, it's gonna be sick. It'll be like yeah. rave hardcore. And then Enter Shikari came out. Yeah. And everyone's like, whoa, this is yeah. sick. I'm like, I had that idea. Just no one was on board. And yeah, yeah. Uh, I made now, the first band. Oh, sorry. Oh, like I was just gonna say, now where are all the keyboard players and heavy music? Yeah. <laughs> they're gone. They're Nowhere. Like, <laughs> no, they they retired. I yeah. Mean, that, it was like the staple thing to have. Like people yeah, yeah. People didn't run backing tracks. They had a synth or keyboardist, and you just yeah, yeah. oh, that's what we're missing. That yeah, <laughs> that makes you dance sound huge. Yeah, but, um, yeah. I started a band called Emerald City. Oh, probably like a while back now. And then when I started playing in that band, all the bands that I trained out for were like, "Yeah, man, like we'll have you." And I'm like, "No, like I've just yeah. <laughs> started my own thing." Yeah. And it was just funny that like no one really gives you the time of day until they're just like, oh, okay, you're not too bad. Yeah. You know, but um, yeah, I mean, that was my journey. I just kind of had to do it and I've just been a DIY kind of dude ever since, man. Fuck yeah, that's sick. Yeah. It's sort of shit that like that gatekeeper mentality like was around then at a time where like people were just like experimenting and doing like crazy shit all the time. Yeah. And like if people had, it was hard to get people on your level because Adelaide's a small man. So yeah, yeah. I mean, um, and then that scene was very small. So then when you're like pitching these ideas, people just think you're like fucking stupid. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, yeah <laughs> that, that I guess. And then, I mean, yeah. And then I guess if we probably went through with that band, it probably would have been horrible. But we may have been pioneering that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. In, you know, because house. First Hurricane came on the scene with, um, was it Forfeiture, that EP? I love that EP. Yeah, I think so, yeah. Yeah, and uh, they just fucking went huge. And I was like, that was pretty close to what I was picturing. They did yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know mine would have been nowhere near as good as that, but, I mean, <laughs> it's just funny when you have an idea and you just can't execute it and then, like, a few months later, someone's just come out with it and you're like, no. Yeah, <laughs> like, that could have been me. Yeah, that could have been me. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Fuck yeah, cool. But um, you know what it's like being in bands, dude. Like, yeah. Yeah, it, it, it's it's very hard. I mean, it, it's a fucking it's grind, a, man. It's a lot of bullshit, bro. Like, yeah, move fucking mountains of shit to get the littlest bit back. But in saying that, what is enjoyable is sometimes shuttling that shit, like, like doing your own thing. And then yeah, yeah. actually, yeah, like this happens, man. Like you were meant to be my first ever podcast. Like, okay, sick. <laughs> and like, I've never done this before. So yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a little milestone for me. I yeah, sick. How it's going, but. Yeah, well, I wanted like this podcast to be kind of like the thing for like bands on the come up that don't get this opportunity until they are allowed to be as big as the other bands. It's funny it- you mentioned come up because that's not where I see us at all, man. Oh, really? Like we're just going to be that band that just plugs along and just, you know, probably just people forget because 
honestly, man, like this is the most attention we've had in almost, you know, a decade. Yeah. Like, you know, which this isn't a complaint in any way. No, no, no. Like I was never in a cool band. We were never, you know, like we're, Amicia to me was never a heavy band because yeah. when we were playing, deathcore was king and yeah. we were too soft. And then, then pop punk was king in Adelaide and we were too heavy. Yeah. Where that under oath vibe, I like saying the define the great line, but we were right in that line of where do we fit in for, you know, three or four years. To, and yeah, yeah. Now we're just trying to, we're sliding into what's current, maybe? I don't know. But it's just a weird one, bro. Really yeah. Is. I think like with the the time periods of like when Deathcore was like the biggest thing, it was like, if you don't listen to Deathcore, you're a fucking poser. If you don't listen to pop yeah. punk, you're a fucking poser. And now like the internet and like the people that are blending the genres together are like giving people the okayness to be like, you can listen to whatever the fuck you want. Yeah, I never got that. It was very elite. It was very elitist. I don't know what it was like for you. I mean, were you in Adelaide then when? Uh, no, I think I left Adelaide when I was like four or five. So like, I wasn't even aware of what okay. heavy music was. Okay, cool. I yeah. mean, Adelaide, I found, was very, very elitist. Okay. Um, like, I'd get, I, I remember one, I was meant to play, I think we were opening for uh, Bless the Fall or something at like Fuck uh, yeah. Fowler's. And um, before I walked on, some kid was just like, oh, I heard you fucking did this and try to like rattle me before I stepped on stage. Oh. And I was just like, oh. Because I party harder than you, and like just diss myself, and I stole his drink and I sculled it, and then his <laughs> mates were just like laughing at him, just like, haha. I guess they were jealous that they weren't on this bill, but like, yeah, it was really funny. All those Adelaide bands, like, not all of them, I'm not being petty, but like, they just didn't want anyone to kind of get out of the like, crabs in the bucket, man. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. As yeah. soon as you climb to the, you know what I mean? And that was the mentality, and then you start playing with those bigger bands, and no one gives a fuck. Yeah, they're just happy they're playing music, man. And you're just like, oh, yeah, we can just chill, man. You don't have to be like, you don't have to be trying to be the cool guy, like, you know, you know what I mean? Those yeah, no, I I fully get it. Yeah. yeah, it was weird. It was like this big ego, fucking. It's a pissing contest. Yeah, dude. 100%. Yeah, it's like a my band's better than your band, and if you start to gain traction, then that's not okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just like I love it. I, I was getting interviews. On radio stations, um, like local stuff, ages ago. Yeah. I think I Exalt was popping, and like, oh, yeah. interviewer, interviewer was just like, "Oh, does that bother you that they're like been doing it a year and you've been doing it for three, and they're like they're they're popular?" And I'm like, "No, I think it's sick." Yeah. And I think he was surprised for that answer. Like, I mean, I think it's cool that music's getting out of Adelaide because yeah, high tide rises all ships, man. Yeah, dude. Like, if our caliber is better, then people will. I mean, Adelaide was big. Yeah. Scene, and it's probably going to be big again purely because of a pandemic. Yeah. Um, I think there's a resurgence for local music. I've noticed people are just going to shows like they used to do. And yeah. It's, it's fucking cool. It's not like, oh, this band's finished. I'm leaving. And yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. That mentality is like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I played. I played second, but I'm I'm leaving because I don't I'm too cool to watch the other band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Put on the show or the headliner that's like spent all their money and yeah. You know, no, it's a sick event. It's definitely like that here too. Like um, this past uh, weekend, I think like my band played Thursday, 
with like isolation. And then She Cries Wolf did like an anniversary for their first release the next night. Yeah. And um, She Cries Wolf like sold out the venue they were playing. I think it was Trifford or Tivoli. I get them fucking confused all the time. And then like um, our show like did fucking so well as well. And it was like two local bands putting on local shows and just fucking people coming out to watch music and throwing down. It was sick. Yeah, man. And I mean, that's what you want. I mean, what I think was a problem in Adelaide, because it was so big, there were shows on every night. Yeah. With And then, like, you'd have, like, 20 venues and then, like, you'd get, like, 100 payers at each venue. Yeah. Or or whatnot. And then, like, it just got thinned out. Because yeah. Too many bands where if someone just came and regulated and go, hey, guys, if we just, like, not play every weekend and yeah. structure <laughs> better shows, we could have bigger better shows and just kind of help the scene but that's not how it works no yeah like uh, i think when it starts to like pop off people are like all right more more but better mm. or more is better and then the scene gets bloated and then erupts well they two of the shit like we went to i think we went to loxton once and it went fucking crazy and like it was hectic and then then heaps of bands just get sent there week after yeah. week and then that place just get you know to the ground people are like oh yeah we're, we're like you know yeah no definitely it's like that with um for brisbane to lismore like when i was playing in my last band it was like these lismore shows were popping off and they were fucking crazy by the time my band got there there was one person there and he like there were there were two people in the venue one of them left so one person watched us outside of the other bands and then homeboy rolls back in and was like oh i missed it yeah nice <laughs> so it's just like they're very similar across like the entire country that that stuff happens all the way through. But I think you kind of need that sort of shit. Like you need to eat a bit of crow before you can be like, that's not what I want my band to be next time. Yeah, dude. I mean, like I remember an interview with uh, Gerard Way where he was saying like they played a show to one dude and filmed it on like the VCR camera and then after the show sold it to them. Um, <laughs> Sick. Yeah, he said like that. Every band, like they're fucking huge. But, like, yeah, yeah. Every band has that story of like playing to one or two people. I mean, yeah. Like, you're like, oh shit! Like, is it promoted? Not. Yeah. Like, where the fuck are we? Is this the right place? But I mean, it happens. Yeah, I think you kind of need it for sure. It builds yeah. like, it builds that like lack of ego that I think some people need. Yeah, dude. It's it's cool. Very cool. I think um, in that 100 Days documentary with Architects, yeah, yeah, happened to them. And then Sam Carter jumped on the drum, drum kit for like Follow the Water and he was like doing the breakdown and <laughs> screaming and he was just having fun. I was like, that's cool. It's yeah, yeah. Anti and go, fuck this, we're too good. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. Well, like even like I did that with that Lismore show I was just telling you about. Like I saw there was barely anybody there and I was like, all right, like fucking whatever. I brought like some extra clothes, just like dumb shit to wear afterwards because like sweating all the time because I was playing drums at the time. So I put on this like Seinfeld button up shirt and like ripped my shorts all the way up, my socks all the way up, put my hat on and I was like, let's fucking go. Yeah, dude. Just like. Hard. Do it for you. Yeah, goofing hard <laughs> at the show. <laughs> Sick. <laughs> it Sick, man. Shirt, wasn't it? The Seinfeld one? No, no. It was just like, oh, it was okay. this, this blue button up with like, all their faces all over it. Oh, sick. Okay. Yeah. Picturing just like the shirt. The, <laughs> the puffy yeah. shirt from Seinfeld. Yeah, like, yeah. Weird flex to bring to a show. Yeah, yeah. That you didn't <laughs> know was going to be like that. Like, yeah, no. Just, 
bring my puffy shirt and shit in case shit gets weird. Like, yeah, <laughs> that'd be incredible. Sick. <laughs> sick, man. Um, and then from that band to Amicia, what's the the time pr- like frame from that? Um, I probably had a year off because okay, and yeah, like my last band toured four countries in like 30 days or something fuck yeah we weren't, we weren't ready for it It was all southeast asia and stuff and we yeah yeah sitting on a bus and my sweating our asses and that just killed us man yeah um we got like robbed and shit i wrote a book about it that's actually just about the it's i've got a publisher now oh fuck yeah so you should be seeing dates of my book and it's basically just like a cool dyslexic kid um and it's just Failed kind of stories of misadventures of being on the road, man. Like, Fuck yeah. Just funny shit. That's sick. Yeah, it was probably a year gap after that. Like, I had a okay. And I didn't, I had all this time because, man, if you've been in a band from 17 to like 23, like, that's all you do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, what do I do? Yeah. So I started writing down all these stories and then I started Amicia and I had all these songs ready to go. And then I just found good dudes to write that ep and i think we wrote that ep in two weeks and then recorded it over two days fuck yeah studio in Handorf. and then that kind of went got some pretty cool traction i think it got premiered on ap on their website fuck yeah sick in the top streaming like they used to do this little streaming widget yeah yeah, yeah. and i sent it to john feldman and he gave me a sick review um and that was really it. It was just cool feedback. Like, oh, guys, you're doing, just keep doing what you're doing. Something yeah, like fuck that. yeah. And what a guy to give the feedback. Like, Feldman is incredible. Yeah. I didn't ask I didn't ask him for anything. I just said, like, hey, dude, like, I love the shit you make. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give me any feedback. Like, what could we be doing? Like, like is there, is there something that you think uh, we can work on? Because, and he was like, I think you've got your own thing going on. Just stick at it. Um, fuck I, yeah. I that was really cool. Well, that yeah, yeah. Cool months man um and then you know it happens like members get a bit upset because things aren't happening fast enough and yeah you know we've had a couple of roster changes um uh, and i think we've got a good little run now fuck it kind of keep, we're in the studio again sunday this week Sick. cool um, gonna record a couple more singles um we're just gonna do that man single video drop yeah do a tour you know fuck it it's the way people consume music now is like singles primarily yeah i mean attention span for albums bro it's just not there anymore yeah money bro yeah have you made any albums uh so my last band we were about to do like two eps but record them at the same time so it was an album length but split it up and uh yeah yeah, it's still even like fucking so expensive and that's what i mean like you can pump money into your singles and promote it and then you know, it's really hard to promote an album. Like, I'm not a big dude. Like, when I'm like, I, I don't have enough cred to go, oh, yeah, man, we're dropping an album, people will fucking it. I'm a guy that if I drop a good single or something cool, people will go, yeah, that's sick, man. Yeah. Check it out. Because it's a song. Like, the yeah. song is like three minutes. People have that time frame. Exactly, so yeah. It's, gonna, it's, it's real selfish of me to expect that, like, 50,000 people are going to be like, oh, man, I'll, I'll listen to a whole album. For now, I reckon. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's like now the people that do listen to whole albums are the people that just froth what's happening or are actual musicians as well. 
Yeah, I find that too. Like I bought Prada's Z2 Zombie EP. Yeah, yeah. Waiting for that on vinyl. Um, but yeah, like when that came out, I just, I mean, my commute to work's about half an hour. So I yeah. just can listen to music, which is sick. Yeah, yeah. Or I've got like my vinyl in my studio now that I'm talking to you at, man, and I'll just paint or draw and listen to a record. Yeah, yeah. And that's what I like about vinyl. It's too much of an ask to change. Yeah, <laughs> you have to listen to it. The record you've got, you listen to it start to finish because yeah, yeah. the patience to line up a track and then yeah. flip it and go, nah, I'm over this, you know? Yeah. Also, like, vinyls are kind of like like older vinyls. That was, like, the way to listen to music. So it was, like, that one side is its entire story. Exactly. Yeah, it was It was very structured that way, wasn't it? Yeah. It was a, yeah. And, like... They would have records would have different moods as well. Yeah. Like each side would have like that vibe. Yeah. I don't know about you with the cassette thing recently. I, I, yeah. I don't know about it. Like I I can't listen to it. So I wouldn't <laughs> I get vinyl. I get vinyl yeah, yeah. It's each figure and it's cool. But a tape, I mean, it's yeah. cool in its own way, but like I would have to go out and buy it fucking cassette yeah you'd have to get like a walkman or some shit yeah i think i've got a sony walkman yeah fuck yeah <laughs> i i think the thing with that is is like it's kids trying to reminisce on like things they weren't alive for like for for us it's it's vinyl because we had cassette cd floppy disk and for them they didn't have cassette so now they're like oh cassette cassettes are sick rocco's modern life is sick and it's like did you ever watch it <laughs> like yeah dude, i get uh, yeah i feel like it was, yeah, nice. Super, super in right now, dude. Like, yeah. dressing like friends and Seinfeld. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, yeah, you just all look like my dad. Like, that's what yeah. my dad was. And yeah. Like, yeah. Like, that wasn't cool to me. Yeah, yeah. It's cool. Like, it has cool stuff, but that style was very, like, I don't know, it just reminded me of my younger parents. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for sure. Everybody's like, Pants up high, shirt tucked in, corduroy, everything. Like, I got long ass legs, man. I wear tall t-shirts. <laughs> Sick. <laughs> cool, man. And you guys have been doing the single thing, and is that like that's obviously doing well for you guys? I think so. I mean, we actually our last single haunt did, didn't do very well, and I think it was because of what I wrote about. Okay. It got flagged for um, malicious and vile. I don't know. It, YouTube wouldn't play it. The video. Okay, yeah, um, yeah. Uh, basically, I mean, I don't know if it was because of they thought animal abuse, but I skateboarded with my dog, and in that video, I mean, I took it down. Yeah. I was skateboarding on the path with my dog, but then when we shot the video, I'm in a kimono, and I'm shirtless, and I'm screaming, going like, fuck, whatever. And, um, <laughs> I'm actually being towed by a car with a dog leash. So okay. I don't know if they thought, you know, I was using an animal. Yeah. But then a line in the song is, fuck gods, fuck religions, fuck the monsters that hide within them. And I'm like, well, that's pretty fucking rough too. So yeah. <laughs> it was a pretty angry song at the time. Um, yeah. For me. Um, and that, it did well on, I think, in the local scene, I think because it's so fucking angry. But, yeah, yeah. But being a marketable song, yeah, no, it was probably horrible. Um, yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, I read somewhere about 
some dude in the church touching kids and it just pissed me off and yeah, yeah, yeah. about it and like that's what how it happens like i get triggered by something and then yeah, I yeah. Write about it or something that happens to me so i'm not going to apologize for writing a song like that because no yeah it's it's a real and thing yeah and it wasn't I, was, I wasn't slamming well i was slamming religion but i mean <laughs> it was slamming the fact that like it just nothing seems to happen about it. It's just like, oh, no. it's happened. Yeah. But now you're aware, but it's cool. And yeah. Like, but I just, I don't know, it just pissed me off. And now I saw something about a trans priest coming out and then people slamming him, saying he's being possessed by the devil. And oh, like, yeah. You. Like, yeah. And be him. Like, yeah, yeah. He's been doing, I think he's been doing it for like 20, 30 years and no one had a problem. Yeah. And I have no problem with it. And I'm not trying to get on a religious rant because. Yeah, yeah, no. You'll, you'll have me for an hour. <laughs> Long story short, like, if you it makes you a better person. Yeah. Fuck yeah, man. But if you're going to preach and wear your cross as, a, uh, uh, cross as a dagger and just fucking slam people. Yeah. But living the wrong way, then no, you can go die. Yeah. Like, that's And that's it. That's all I'm going to say. Otherwise, I'm going to, you're going to hate me. Dude. No, <laughs> no, I fully get it. <laughs> no, no, I fully get it, man. Like, it. Uh, the soapbox standing of religion is what I think could deter a lot of people. Like I'm not religious at all. And I don't think that like, I need a set of rules based on a fucking mythical book is going to make me a better person. Or if I just treat people the way I want to be treated, then that makes me a decent person. I mean, I went to a, a school where I had religious studies. And studied yeah. Four different ones. So like, I'm very chill with everything. I choose just to be, you know, the same thing, like, if you don't want to be called a cunt, don't call people cunts. Yeah. You know, that's basically, yeah. I mean, I'm dropping a lot of profanity, sorry. That's fine. That's all good. <laughs> uh, you know, you never know. It's just like, you know, out the bat and you're just like, oh, shit. Oh, yeah, no. <laughs> no. Good, man. Uh, we, can, we can skip ahead. I don't want to talk about this subject too much. I, I kind of get angry about it. Hence why I write that song. Haunt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's something you believe in. So, like, that's that's a powerful message people can relate to. And it's something that nobody's just okay with. Mm. So I think it's every, yeah, it's strong stuff, which is sick. I feel like that's you sh- like lyrically hardcore. It was about lyrics as well. And it was yeah. about um, rebelling against something and yeah. that we are. It's just that I choose to write about stuff that's real to me. Yeah not what I think people will think is cool. Exactly. You said fuck eight times. <laughs> yeah. No. You know yeah. What I mean? like, yeah. <laughs> I think like, um, like at the time there are, there are bands like that now that I think write what people want to hear. And then you look back on it in like five years and you're like, Ooh, like that's not fucking sick. Like that's shit. Yeah. Well, I remember like that death course in time. I know we could go back to that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And feel free to skip ahead, man, because if you get me going, I ran about bullshit. Oh, it's all good, man. <laughs> misogyny was cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was just like, I remember seeing like fuck whores and fuck bitches. Yeah. And asking Alexandria like paved the way for that. Yeah, yeah, for but, sure. Uh, I remember seeing that on t-shirts and going like, fuck, man. Like that's, but I was still sucked into it being cool. I was yeah. like, oh, but even women are wearing this shit too. And yeah. Like, I think it's because, like... Are they wearing it ironically or, like, uh, it was very, like, fuck, man. Yeah. And I think everybody was too young and impressionable to, like, know the difference, really. And I think it took, like, that sort of stopping to be like, oh, that was actually, like, hell fucked. 
Yeah, it was, but then you got like Froms from Attila, like, oh, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Doing him, no one's going to cancel that dude. He just will be like, I don't care. Yeah, he's set himself up to like, if he gets cancelled, he's not going anywhere. Oh, no, he's, he's literally gone like, yeah, hate me. Yeah. Beats my machine. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. That's, that's him doing him, I guess. Man. Yeah. Telling how to live his life. But yeah. Yeah. I just, it's just funny how that, those trends kind of go. Yeah, definitely. And you tattoo as well. Yeah. So I work at 1891 Tattoo Co um, in Adelaide. Fuck yeah. Um, it's, pretty, it's a pretty cool job, man. Like, I've got a pretty good life now, man. Yeah. <laughs> Sick. Like, I mean, I can't, I talk shit. I get to tattoo people and I talk shit about my music. And yeah. Now, you know what I mean? Like, life's good, man. I've got, got a one year old daughter now. Fuck yeah. Um, Sick. Well. She's pretty rad. Um, yeah. Teaching her cool stuff. Um, I don't know if she'll get into music or like working on cars or tattooing, but yeah. We'll see what happens with that. Yeah, <laughs> sick man. Um, how does tattooing like come into like your life? Um, well, it's gonna sound fucking dark and shit. Hey, eh? um, okay. when I was um, little, I just didn't like myself, man. Like, I hated okay, look, I grew my hair long. I just hated my body, and then I just started wanting to get tattooed, and I just started getting covered. Yeah, um, I just and I don't know, I just. And then that was me. I was just a tattooed young kid and I would get, you know, when you're 19 and have two sleeves, I mean, that time period ago, you just got fucking destiny. Yeah. So young. And I wasn't, you know, like, and then people like Ollie Sykes come out and they're like covered at 18, 19. Yeah. It's, like, it's a big deal. Like now, you know, you've got kids with face tats. Yeah. That's fucking wild. Yeah, I know that blows my mind. I feel like it's just because of streaming. People just want to look heavily tattooed. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Their face. But that's where it stemmed. And then I wanted to be a tattoo artist. And I tried at a shop when I was like in my early 20s. But then it didn't really work out because I was, you know, I think I was going to Europe for three months at the time. Okay, yeah, yeah. Like my life was, I was just a party kid, man. I was touring. So like it was probably for the best. Yeah. Um, and then I got real sick. Um, and then was like oh i'm actually gonna give it a crack because i just want to do something rad because unfortunately music if i'm gonna wait for music to be profitable uh it, i'll be homeless like, yeah for sure feasible yeah yeah so yeah and it's just another art form bro and yeah definitely grind my teeth and i worked real hard and got myself into a cool shop with some rad dudes fuck yeah now i'm working for my yeah working in yeah, it's cool. Just doing the thing. Yeah, just, just it just happened. It was it was the right time. I yeah, wanted to do it, and sometimes that's it, man. Like something doesn't happen to everyone straight away. Like, yeah, yeah. Same thing with my music. Maybe it takes ten years for people to give a shit. Yeah, it's cool. You know, and that's rad. And yeah, maybe it's taken me a bit longer to find a path. Like. When I was younger, everyone at 17 was like, I'm doing this uni course. Yeah. Yeah. What the fuck, man? I, I don't have a fucking clue, dude. Like, yeah. Yeah. I was the I'm same, man. year old kid meant to know. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I remember in school, in school, that happened to me. Like one of the teachers was like, what do you want to do when you leave school? And I was like, I'm going to play in a band. And they were like, mm, okay. And I was like, fuck you. I'm going to play in a fucking band. Like, 
I'm not going to uni. Fuck that shit. Yeah. And look what you did, man. You went and played in a band and you probably had some fucking cool experiences. And yep. Did things. It's your life, man. Like, yeah. I don't understand why. Like, I remember, like, if you didn't go to uni, you were like a peasant. And yeah. They would look down on TAFE people and be like, oh, you went to TAFE. And then TAFE people would be like, you didn't even get a second education. And I'd be like, fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> like, how's your hex debt, dummy? Yeah, I know. Enjoy that. Enjoy <laughs> yeah. that shit, mate. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking idiots. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The system played you, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> no. I mean, to each their own, for sure. Yeah. But like, be accepting of people not wanting to do that. Or they give them this pipe dream, man, and promise them jobs. And then they change their majors five times and then they yeah, don't yeah. finish anything. And then they've got a huge debt. And then that's also pretty shitty hand as well. Like, yeah. I feel like if you're not certain on what you want to do, man, take a couple of years off. Like, yeah. It's not Figure yourself out. Yeah. Like, this 30 under 30 bullshit, man. <laughs> like, it's never too late to start something. Man. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I might decide to play the harp in 20 years. And be like, yeah. Shit, I probably should have started at 16, but, you know, I wasn't into harps. At- yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, man. I think it's just like when you leave high school, you're still a kid, but they're like trying to push that you're not a kid anymore. It's like, no, like I'm still a dummy at 17. Like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Even at 18, man, like you're legal, but it's a kid in a candy store. It's just like exactly. you can have anything you want and you're like, cool, of course you're going to make bad decisions. Yeah, yeah, for sure. No repercussions. Yeah. Instead of just being like yeah. opening doors that people want to have opened for them for later on instead of being like and you have to go to uni and you have to get a good paying job and you've got to do this and you've got to buy a house and all this shit and it's like that could take like ages for some people based on like what they're passionate about yeah exactly i mean like i never went out there trying to tick boxes yeah here i am and it looks like that because now i'm married i have an awesome house got a kid but i didn't rush and no, it just happened, and that organically, I think, is why I feel so comfortable now. I never, I was never forced into a situation that I didn't really want to be into. Yeah, and another thing, you shouldn't be steered in a way if you're not feeling it, man. Like, yeah, it's horrible. Yeah, it's just not going to make you happy as a person. Yeah, or the best version of you. Yeah, for sure. Um, and I try and surround myself with people that have that drive yeah it rubs up on you man everyone around you is somewhat killing it in their own way yeah i saw other people doing what they wanted to do my mate's a videographer and he works for himself and he travels the world and he shoots like x games and stuff and i was like fuck yeah it's so sick and then yeah and i was just like well what's my version of that yeah i do that why do i have to work in an office yeah yeah, and I changed it. And like, yeah, bet on yourself, but you kind of just have to risk it, bro. Yeah, definitely. Especially if like you're not wired that way of being like part of the grind. Yeah, I just yeah, that that monotonous grind. Yeah, yeah. Just destroyed is a soul crushing for me personally. Yeah, I love it. Some people yeah. just want that. They just want that. I can go in, do a branded job, and yeah. It's it's definitely not a thing for musicians. No. <laughs> definitely not. 
Cool, man. Well, thanks for doing the podcast. This is fucking sick. Awesome, man. I'm um, glad to be a part of it. Um, very fun. Very different. Sick. Awesome, man. <laughs> well, uh, we'll get into your top five favorite bands of all time just to like wrap everything up and then your socials for Amicia and anything you want to plug after that. Yeah, sick. Um, okay, top five bands, bro. This is tricky. Um, Definitely me. Uh, it's always probably going to be Breathe Me. Sick. Uh, Under Oath. The Used. Oh, the best. Casado um, Sam. Sick. Fuck yeah. And um, MCR's got to be in there. Probably. Okay, sick. Yeah, it's it's probably more emo heavy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but that's probably the top five bands that I always find myself going back to. Fuck yeah, emo's sick. Yeah, it's coming back. I mean, fuck oh, it has not gone anywhere for me. I listen to the used all the fucking time. They're probably one of my favorite bands of all time, and I get shit from like my partner and bandmates for talking about the used on this podcast all the time. Really? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I used to get fucking heckled at school for like being into. Like, I remember people calling me like, you know, fuck. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, like, the cool kids that would rip on me would be like, oh, dude, I was into it. They're actually pretty cool. I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> I never had that. I'd get the uh, the gay slurs for having my hair straightened and tight jeans, and I was like, fuck you. Oh, yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but all those dudes ended up listening to the same year. Like, and I'd see them at shows, and then I'd try and be my friend on <laughs> hold on to that and you're like fuck you yeah like i just i'm not like that i just it's just like i'm not gonna pretend like you weren't an asshole to me yeah yeah four years and then now that i'm out of school and you're just like wanting to be all is forgotten now yeah yeah oh yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> as if as if in some weird world you're gonna go up to them and be like you know what you were right fuck me you know what? I'm a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, man. yeah. So stupid, not realizing that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, man. Let's be so but yeah, no, I'm sure those dudes are killing it now anyway, and that's just petty bullshit, you know. Yeah, yeah. Fuck it. Sick man, and socials for you and the band. Socials. Uh, yeah, socials is just Amicia official with yeah. an at in front of it, and that's on our Twitter and uh, Instagram. Sick. Uh, and my social is just my name, Scott Midland. And yeah, if you want to chat, just send us messages, man. Like we love engaging with people. Fuck off. Yeah, sick. Sick, man. That's it. <laughs>done for another week huge thanks to scott that was our first conversation together and it was a great chat he's a great dude and i fully back everything he does go check out amicia everywhere you listen to music they've got a heap of sick music out so fucking get onto it and um when they're coming through your city next whether it be brisbane sydney melbourne adelaide western australia perth whatever the fuck um check them out they're fucking sick and he's a great dude um, and if you like what I'm doing over here with the podcast, share it, tell a friend, subscribe, follow it on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Podcasts, Podbean, wherever the fuck you listen to podcasts. And I've got an Instagram and a Facebook. You can check them out at Heavy Sweater Podcast. <clears throat> you can check them out at Heavy Sweater Podcast. Uh, and yeah, come back next week for a new episode and I'll fucking talk to you then. Thanks. Thanks.